Welcome to Get a Life Podcast with Kristen and Steve. Together, we are certified life and business coaches and consultants. Join us as we give you practical steps to realistic subjects based on our experiences that are attainable and you can apply to your life today to start seeing results. We will talk about subjects such as time management, organizing your day, your purpose, getting beyond your past, and many other topics. We want to help you take the next step. We will use our experiences and life journey to help you shorten yours. So grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in at your desk, or go for a run, and let's get a life together. Welcome to Get a Life Podcast. This is Kristen. This is Steve. And today we are on episode 43. We're still on our rejection series. And today's title is... Moving from a rejected mind to a healed mind. Okay, that's good. So how do we, we talked about all these indicators the last time, how do we now start to move towards healing that rejection and getting beyond that? Many don't realize that rejection has a hold on their life until these characteristics that we pointed out in the past two episodes are shown to them. Then they start to see like, hmm, maybe, maybe this is why I struggle in this area. Mm-hmm. Because there's some rejection I haven't dealt with. And you typically, if this is an issue, if rejection is an issue, you don't have to search real hard to figure it out. And rejection comes in so many different forms. It can come in relationships. It can come as a young child being bullied by, you know, your same, your uh, classmates. It can be a school teacher that has, you know, done something mean Mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. It could be from a, a boss, from... I mean, sadly, a pastor or leader mm-hmm. somewhere. And obviously, my children come from adoption. So rejection can come from so many different avenues. Right. So don't say, well, I, I didn't go with, I didn't have a lot of relationships. Well, okay. There Everybody deals things. with their rejection somehow in different ways. Correct. Some people all had all their parents, but they were bullied at school. Right. So rejection comes in so many different. Correct. Different ways. It can come in lots. I've dealt with rejection, but it wasn't from my parents. It had nothing to do with like how mine was. Right. It wasn't because of my mother or my father. Yours is more about your um, leadership positions. Leadership positions and your abilities to do things. Correct. Correct. That's more yours. Correct. That type of rejection. And obviously there's little things that happen in our life that are rejection and they don't even affect us. Everybody goes to rejection. It's when somebody is constant. It's a constant, constant, constant. It takes root. It takes root. Yep. And it begins to affect your life in different ways. And all of those indicators past two episodes are things you can look at to begin to be aware of that. What we want to talk about today is again, we're, we're not therapists. Nope. And we have a variety just live of life. <laughs> different listeners mm-hmm. yeah, we do. that listen to our podcast. And as we've said before, we're going to talk about in our own life, our own experiences. This is how we deal with things. Right. So I'm going to use some examples from the Bible because that's our life. This is how we know to help you deal with rejection. Right. Um, so if you're a churchgoer listening to this, you won't have an issue with this. If you're not a churchgoer, you might have a little bit of a wall up, but I want you to just listen yep. and hear what we got to say mm-hmm. on this. So my first kind of point 
that helps us heal from rejection is called learning the acceptance of a father. And we're going to talk about what that means. Not your natural father. Not your natural father, though maybe your rejection came out of the lack of a natural father. Right. We're, We're going to get into that. So lack of acceptance is really the root of rejection. Yes. Every indicator we talked about had some sort of lack of acceptance attached to it. Right. So again, this doesn't mean that you were rejected by your earthly father, by your biological father, though it may. But the point of learning the acceptance of a father is referring to our father in heaven, God, how he accepts us. Right. Learning about what he says about who you are in his eyes. Right. So Ephesians 1, 5 through 7 says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. So what we have to recognize is My acceptance from God, and this is where a lot of people, Christian or not, churchgoer or not, this is where they struggle. My acceptance from God is not dependent on whether I am good or bad. I know that's been what's been kind of ingrained into people like, well, if you're good, then you're Christian. If you're bad, then you're not. Mm -hmm. He accepts you regardless of your behavior. Now, that doesn't mean go do what you want. That's not what I'm saying. Hear me out. Listen to what we're saying here. So we have, but we have to first get this. We have to separate God's acceptance of me and my behavior. That scripture says he decided in advance before he knew what my behavior was going to be. He decided in advance to adopt me into his own family. We're going to get into this a little deeper in a minute. When you say yes to God, you say, I want to follow God. There's different terminology people use. You become born again, or you you ask God into your life, or you're saved, or you say, God, forgive me of my wrongdoings and my sins, and I I want to live to please God. I want to walk this life with God. You're in covenant with him, not in a contractual relationship with God. A contractual mindset is legalism, and then God's acceptance of me is based on my behavior. Or my performance. If I enter into a contract with somebody, if I hire a contractor to work on my house and I signed a contract, me paying him is dependent upon him fulfilling the terms of the contract. If he does something wrong, I can then say, I'm withholding pay or I'm taking you to court because you didn't perform... We're not in a contract relationship with God. It's not dependent upon what I've done or not done. Right. It's it's a covenant. So let's talk about, it says that he chose to adopt us mm-hmm. into his family. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that a little bit. And I don't know if we've, we may have talked about this a bit on past episodes. I can't remember. We both adopted Sydney, yep. our youngest daughter from Haiti. I adopted our oldest daughter, Kristen's biologically. She talked about this in the last episode. So both of our kids have experienced adoption and we've experienced the adoption process. Yes. So when you understand the adoption process and the natural, 
this understanding of God has adopted me means so much more. An adoption process is more legally binding than having your own biological child. And you're going to explain that. I'm going to explain that. When you adopt, or at least when we did, maybe this has changed, but when we adopted, we had to sign a paper agreeing that we would never give that child up for adoption again. Mm -hmm. You can give your biological child up. You don't have to sign any paperwork. No. But not your adopted child. You have to sign legal paperwork that you will never put that child up for adoption again. So God himself said he's going to adopt us. And unless you understand the significance of adoption, you don't get the full picture of what that means. It's more powerful than being born biologically into God's family. He adopted you. He signed the paperwork that said, I will never give you up for adoption again, regardless of your behavior. Now, there's probably some legalists out there listening to me, and they're really <laughs> struggling with me making that statement, yep. and that's okay. I have to understand this level of acceptance before I can break rejection, mm -hmm. because God does not operate like man. No, and that's where people get really confused. Right. Yeah. They get confused, yep. and this takes time. It this does. doesn't it happen does. overnight. Mm -hmm. It comes through, you know, revelation and understanding of who God really is. And you may be listening to this already and thinking, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not one of these Christian people. I don't want to listen. Listen, listen to what <laughs> we're saying. This is how you find true deliverance in your life. And you really break that hurt and that pain that comes from rejection you have you to go on this it. journey some people just don't know how to Maybe function without them. their dysfunction right but if you really want to break it right uh, maybe you listen I, to it yeah you can go to a therapist maybe they can help you out maybe maybe we'll see i mean i'm not saying that they can't yep. but the true being able to break it and walk free of that rejection is understanding that there's this god in heaven that loves me better than any father, natural father, even if you've had a good father mm -hmm. in life, yep. he accepts me more than any natural father could have ever accepted me. And we have to begin to understand that. In the last episode, we talked about false identities yeah, and those behaviors that come with that. So I want to talk about kind of confronting those for just a minute. So that rejected mind takes on that identity that really aren't who they're meant to be. They become that they become a control freak or they become a people pleaser or they bounce from thing to thing, whatever. They're not settled. We become somebody we are really not. So these false identities, we talked about those. They have these associated behaviors that we have to confront. We have to recognize these quick to snap at people, quick to speak opinions without listening, quick to leave relationships, that fight or flight situation. You have to confront false identities and associated behaviors that go with it. I think one of the keys with when you recognize that I deal with rejection and you're starting to begin to understand that, you know, there's a, there's a God in heaven, there's a Father in heaven that accepts me. You have to get to the point, if this is really deep, if this rejection is really deep and it's really affected your life, where maybe you have some people in, in your life that become accountability to you. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Or they can help. But you have point to be open out. to what they're saying. Correct. Like I'm starting to recognize, you know, some controlling aspects or, you know, whatever. Right. Right. Hey, you have to be open to it. Right. It has to be somebody that you can right. trust. Right. And that you're okay with that friction that we right. talked about last time of saying, hey, you're being a control freak right yeah. now. Yeah. You're bouncing all over the place right now. Let's stop for a minute. Yeah. You're, you're responding to this situation out of rejection right now. Right. Those types of things. You have to find some people in your life that can, can help you with that. God wants you to be free. He wants to free you out of that rejection, but we have to make the decision that I am going to begin to walk away from this rejection. Right. I'm walking out of it. Right. You have to, They people have got to recognize that that's what they're doing first. Yep. They have to rec- they have to see it first. Right. Hopefully the first two episodes helped you recognize yeah. that. Or at least made you start thinking. And then you have to determine, I'm not going to live here because this just isn't fun. Right. I'm not going to live in this rejection any longer. Right. And that may mean speaking to that rejection every day, making mm-hmm. sure I'm not going to walk into that, you right. know, being almost hypersensitive for yeah. a while. You have to be. To your own self. Right. And how you're responding to things, how you're reacting to things, mm-hmm. how you're dealing with situations and people and circumstances, and really be hypersensitive to that to begin to recognize, am I operating out of rejection yeah. right now? When rejection creeps up, when it rears its head, this is when I have to say, what does the Bible say about me? Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean, this is how we handle things. Right. What does this say about who I am as a person? I'm a child of God. I've been adopted into this family. He can set me free from condemnation and rejection and guilt and all the things people have spoken about me that have caused rejection. God views me different. He views me like the perfect father in heaven Mm -hmm. should view me. I'm not going to live in this anymore. I'm walking out of it. Even when I don't feel like it, it's a decision I have to make. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to respond this way. I'm yep. not going to I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to respond out of that emotion. Out of that correct, that emotion. Deliverance begins with making a decision that I am not bound by my past or by anything anyone says about me. I'm not bound by the false descriptions of who I am. Mm-hmm. Those false identities. Yep. I can't get tied up into that. And this this requires yes. a lot. <laughs> it's a lot a of brain lot power. Of effort. It does. In it. And it, I, I think Joyce Myers wrote the book, but it, it's, it's very true. It is a battlefield of the mind mm-hmm. when you really think about those words. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why in the Bible, even if you believe the Bible or not, you can believe this statement. It says you need to renew your mind mm-hmm. every single day. Why? Because we have to deal with all of this stuff and you have to renew it each and every day Mm -hmm. or you will revert back to those tendencies of whatever hurts you or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's why he says, renew your mind every day Mm -hmm. or you're just going to be stuck in that miserable mind until you make a decision to step out. Period. And, that, and that's very key, is yeah. that... I mean, I can tell you that's a scripture, or I can just tell you that... What a great quote. 
Right. Renew your mind Renew every your day. Mind. Think differently. Think differently. Or just think on the good things. Think on things that are good mm-hmm. and trustworthy. That scripture that are, you know, lovely and all of those things. That is a retraining and a renewing of your mind, of your mind. each and every day. Mm-hmm. Of course, we could sit and go over all of the crap. That goes on day after day. Look at the world. Like Mm. we could focus on that and you need to know it and you need to be informed, but you also have to keep renewing your mind of things that are good and that are worthy and all of those things. Mm -hmm. If not, your mind will go to shambles. Yep. And, And part of that for us as Christians, as believers, when we look at the world around us, in the uncertainty of everything and the economy and all that, how I battle that in my mind is to say, I understand just like I'm talking who my father in heaven is. Right. And he's going to take care of me. Right. He's going to look after me. He's going to watch out for me. Yep. Cause I've been adopted. I've been adopted. (laughs) When you adopt a child, the paper sign, the paper says you will care and take care of this child. Mm Mm-hmm. This orphan. And you're not going to kick him to the curb. You're not kicking him to the curb. You are with us. That's the, that's the key in all of this. And, and understanding, and, and I think, you know, I've made statements of, you know, maybe, maybe you don't quite understand this whole Christian thing and, and you don't quite get it, or maybe you don't agree with it, but you know what? There's Christians out there that I believe are listening to this podcast that don't understand the The acceptance of your father in heaven because you've lived under legalism for your entire life. They have lived under, it's your performance Mm -hmm. and how you are, and it's not... Unconditional love is an unconditional love. There's no condition to his love. Correct. But you view your relationship with God as a contract and not a covenant. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a really good explanation. And kind of, it doesn't give you the opportunity to do whatever you want. Now everybody needs to stop freaking out about that. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. But a good example of this is marriage. Marriage is a covenant, not a contract. Well, you do sign a paper. Yeah. Well, well, that's because the state requires it. But to get a marriage license. Right. 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 But the vows they're Art. a covenant, not a contract. That's, it says that's right. in good times and bad. Yep. So my relationship with Kristen is a covenant. It's not dependent upon her behavior. <laughs> well, some people some people make <laughs> But you it understand bad. what I'm saying? Yeah. I say those vows in good times and bad. Yeah. I think people in sickness them. and in health. Right. For richer or for poorer. It's a covenant. It's not a contract that says for me to stay with you, you need to be good all the time, healthy and rich. Yeah. It's a covenant that says even when you're not, mm-hmm. when you're bad. <laughs> I think people when have you're forgotten sick, though sometimes because when they, you're poor, they step out because right. of. You become one. It's a covenant. And it's the same with God <laughs> in good times and in bad, mm-hmm. in sickness and in health, for richer or for poorer He is for you Mm -hmm. and he accepts you regardless of where you're at in life and regardless of whether or not it's based on your own poor choices, which most of the time it is. (laughs) It is. It is. All of my rejection issues are from my own choice. Like it started with my dad, Mm -hmm. but I made the choices Mm -hmm. 
all throughout the rest of the time mm-hmm. because of I wasn't healing my. But you got. We talked about in the last episode. You got healed. You went back to church. Yep. You got yourself right. Yep. You, I regardless of your father's hurt, yes, I you had to go understand the acceptance of yes. your father in heaven, God, yep. the acceptance that he has for you. Correct. And it's not based on all the things you've done wrong or right. No. Or right. Because I shouldn't have been and, accepted and listen, for that. I, I think we need to focus on that for a minute, too. We, we base our acceptance of God... Oh, I've done all these things wrong, so he doesn't accept me. Well, I've done all these things right, so he does. It's not based on everything you've done right it's either. Based on any type of performance, good well, or sure, bad performance. Sure, he's he's happy with you when you do things right and you live the correct life. Yeah. But his acceptance of you is not be- is not based on what you've done wrong. But it's not based on he's done. Well, that's you're so you're such a good boy, Steve. I accept you because you've just done everything right. Mm-hmm. It's not based on that either. Mm-hmm. It's based on the fact that he sent his son to die for you to forgive you of your sins. That was his whole purpose of dying on the cross to be your father mm-hmm. to help you walk through this life and deal with all of these things that come our way. That's what this learning. The acceptance mm-hmm. of your father in heaven is all about. Amen. And you may be listening to this and think, I still don't really understand what you're talking about. Hey, we'd love to meet and talk with you. Sure. Sure. I- and 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 begin to help you walk. You may not be into reading your Bible. You may not consider yourself a Christian. You may not go to church, whatever, however you view that. But this has triggered something for you to say, I need to know more. I need to know how to get healed. I need to know more about this. We can't cover all this in a podcast. No. We'd love to meet with you. We'd love to help you walk through this. Because at the end of the day, we're doing this podcast. to help. We don't get paid for this. (laughs) We don't make any money off this. But anything, it costs us money because we buy stuff and equipment or whatever. That's, <laughs> we're not doing this to make money. We're not doing this because we're bored and we have absolutely nothing else to do with our lives. <clears throat> we're doing this because we we know who we are and who we're who we're called to be, and we believe we're here on this earth to help others through life because we've been through life. So reach out to us if that's you. Anything else? As we wrap this episode up. Nope. I think we said a lot. Okay. Well, we will. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Our goal is that you have some practical steps that you can implement today at Getting a Life. Don't forget to come back next week as we continue to talk about the subjects that will help you reach your life goals. If you want more information about what we do, you can reach us at skyoungconsulting at gmail.com. That's S as in Steve, K as in Kristen, Young, Y-O-U-N-G, consulting at gmail.com or our Facebook page, SK Young Consulting. And please share our podcast with your friends. See you next time. And remember, you control your day. Don't let your day control you.